Welcome, everyone, to the Carolina Outdoors. Your host right here, Bill Barty. Each week, we come in and break down different listening segments for your listening pleasure, where we talk about things to do in the outdoors and also the people that are helping make outdoor things happen. Our next guest upcoming has shared his talent with us here on the program many times before, as well as the Charlotte and Carolina fishing and art community. He grew up in Boone, North Carolina, and when he was six years old, he, according to his dad, stole his dad's fly rod and reel. Now, according to our upcoming guest, he just borrowed it indefinitely. He's a 30-year educator in Charlotte and the founder of the Hooked Fly Company. His name, Brian Hester. Mr. Brian Hester joins us on the program right now. Welcome, Brian. What's happening? How are you? Man, it is all good here. Uh, We're glad to have you here on the program as always. And Brian, uh, we're going to jump in feet first because we have a lot to talk about uh, on this segment here with you. Um, Of course, Brian, you've worked with young people your whole career, uh, whether it be coaching, whether it be teaching, the things that you do. Talk to us about art and is it your release from the pressures of life and work? Absolutely. Um, Something really, really cool um, happened back when I was literally like five, six years old outside of uh, borrowing my father's fly rod (laughs) indefinitely. Indefinitely. Um, uh, I realized early on, real early on, that – I had this affection and this propensity to, to want to create. And uh, it, it actually drove me through my middle school years as well as my high school years. And, and even uh, in terms of, uh, as far as college was concerned, where I ended up getting my BFA from UNC Charlotte and then hopped back up to Boone. Uh, to finish my education degree, back it up, back up at App, and uh, and then was able to. Fortunate enough for me, I was able to get a job uh, teaching. I broke into CMS back in '92 uh, at Independence High School way back in the day. Yes, so um, the visual arts thing was my uh, backbone, and I do it all the time. Meaning I'm constantly creating. Doesn't matter uh, if I'm in the classroom in the throws with the kids, um, or if I'm uh, in front of uh, Canvas at the easel. So, well, Brian, along that way, uh, uh, Brian, along that way, of course, visually painting, sculpture, you you do all of that. Uh, You founded something called the Hooked Fly Company, but from painting and from sculpture, from sketch, the things that you do in art, your inspiration comes from the outdoors. Talk to us a little bit about that and, uh, and, and where you find fly fishing, trout, mountain lifestyle, where you find that uh, place in your life, and then how you utilize it in your art. Well, it, it's it, it, as far as it being a part of my life, it's it's where I'm from. I was surrounded by uh, the mountains and river water. I literally lived not even two tenths of a mile from the New River uh, wow. growing up, um, and 
it was just a staple of, uh, like, I was constantly, if I wasn't in the water, I was beside the water. If I wasn't beside the water. And also, I, I mean, it, it, I was, yeah, I was in the water, not in the river water, but I was also in the swimming pool because my swimming prowess actually allowed me to, uh, to, to swim collegiately um, uh, back in the day. So I was pretty much in the water all the time. Um, and well, that, Brian, I must tell you, I've gone swimming on a couple of fishing trips accidentally. So I know how those, <laughs> I know how those uh, sports can it, be combined. It, it translates pretty well because you, uh, if you can tread water, you got to stand pretty quick. <laughs> that is fantastic. It is That's awesome. It is so true. Well, listen, somewhere along the way, we've got a lot to, uh, that we're going to jump in with this because somewhere along the way, you went from art to design. You've uh, collaborated with some companies like Mothbear. You recently have something that you've done with Jam Up Apparel. Talk to us about that. Art meets product partnerships um, like Jam Up and what's going on there. Uh, so fly fishing has been, like I said, uh, before in conversation with you before that, um, fly fishing has been literally the thread and I have always looked for outlets to, to show off, uh, not only the industrial side, meaning the inventions, which I did a, uh, magnetic fly box, uh, with moth bear. Uh, it's the, the, um, bum box. If you go to mothbear.com um, and check that out, anybody that wants to do that, that's awesome. Um, but also, most recently, I partnered with Jam Up Apparel because I was doing some really, really cool stuff with uh, uh, some trout skins, um, some fish skins with, with hoodies, and then a crossover measure uh, with golf. And Whoa. because golf relates so strongly with, fly fishing um based upon the the there there's just a definitive parallel based upon the sensitivities needed to play the game of golf and also the sensitivities needed to hold a fly rod and actually you know if you're punching line in the front loading line in the front loading line in the back you got to know what you're doing with the 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 physics part of it um it became a really, really cool push being able to take golf and being able to take fly fishing and fuse them together. And Jam Up saw that. And we only have the hoodies and a few golf polos out right now on the website. But in the coming months, it's getting ready to drop. We've got pants coming. We've got shoes coming. And it is, <laughs> I got to tell you, I'm, I'm pretty doggone pumped about it so if you get a chance to look at jamupapparel.com you can you can go to products and then go to fishing and then the brian hester line and and check it out it's you know i'm humbled and i'm blessed because they saw what i've done with the design concept and they they said let's let's give it a run and see what happens so here we are here we are if you're just joining us here on the carolina outdoors 
The voice you hear there is Brian Hester from Hooked Fly Company. I'm Bill Bartig, your host. Whether you're listening to us early on a Saturday morning as we blast up and down the eastern seaboard via the airwaves of WBT Radio, or possibly you're listening to us where you subscribe to your podcast, Highlights of the Carolina Outdoors, we're talking to Brian about his past projects and about his current projects in the art world and in the product design world in regards to the sport of fly fishing and the mountain lifestyle and brian kind of i guess along the way since you are a renaissance man we just delved into golf i didn't even see that one coming up but um you also have taken on another part of art and that is writing a book that's something that you are or is a project that's happening and you're going to be talking about that. I must tell our audience out there, March 21st at the Visualite Theater, the Fly Fishing Film Tour is coming to Charlotte. We're going to have live music at 5 p.m. The films are going to start at 7. And Brian Hester is a part of that pre-party before the films start. And one of the things, Brian, that you're going to have there is some information or, uh, well, you're going to be doing some work. We'll talk about that as well. But talk to us about this book I've heard a lot about. There's buzz in the in the author community, in the writing community. What inspired you to write a book, and what is this book about? So this, this book is about um, – it, it actually, the genesis of it started here uh, where I teach as far as Myers Park High School, where I, I've had an anglers club for about 10 years. And um, I, I, I saw a huge discrepancy uh, with having just young white males. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? Uh, it doesn't necessarily just need to be young white males. It needs to be women, young women, and also young women of color. And, um, and that actually spawned this, this, this new uh platform reform that uh i wanted to kind of share to the world uh and it's a story it's a fiction story but it's actually inspired by my club and um and it has to do with the uh a young african-american female mid-80s that uh unconventionally discovers fly fishing now uh in the mid-80s there weren't a ton of women more so women of color actually fly fishing and the whole idea about this is to to talk about stereotypes and to get the elephant out of the room and to talk about belonging and knowing the coolest thing about fishing or even fly fishing alone is that fishing (laughs) and fish they don't care about your religion. They don't care about your political views. They don't care about the color of your skin. They don't care if you're tall, skinny, big, small. Fish don't care. Fish have never cared. So by telling the story, hopefully there's going to be some inspiration. Uh, there's going to be some empowerment. Um uh, there very well may be some backlash because I've, I've heard a lot of uh, a lot of people say, you know, you know, uh, white author talking with the narrative of a young black female that shouldn't happen. But you know what? I've done it, and I'm 
going to stick my neck out there and hopefully people will embrace this. So, and the movie script is done. It's got a little bit of traction right now. And the book is, is I'm waiting for an agent. So that's, that's where it's going. So it's a polished uh, piece of work right now. Yeah. Talk to us about that part because the book is not available yet. Uh, So, but the awareness part of the book is kind of what you are doing. You've done some readings in some different places and have some readings that are upcoming. Is that just to generate interest so that you can sell the book? It is. It's also to, to kind of help beef up what, like I, I built a website specifically to advocate for the, uh, the book. And that is she talks to fish.com. And it's all one word. She talks to fish.com. And um, the whole idea was to build subscribers, to gain a, a multitude of subscribers that would advocate for this particular aspect of um, kind of it's one of those self-imposed things in in fly fishing right now because it's nobody's fault. Nobody nobody has to own any aspect of it. It's uh, I talk about this in the book where the human condition always favors the void, meaning this. If you, without exposure, there's no interest. Without any interest, mm. there's no investigation. Without any investigation, there's no sustained hunger. So you don't know what you don't know. So if we're able to change the, the, the narrative a little bit and get more people involved where we can expose this thing, beautiful thing called fly fishing to absolutely everyone and uh and 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 have everybody maybe embrace it uh a little bit more than we 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 completely change a narrative totally so that's what i'm hoping people will do they'll they'll take a look at the website and uh and you know kind of help me on this journey a little bit well it sounds like uh your high school there if they don't need an art teacher uh, you maybe could move over to the philosophy department because you had that (laughs) you've you've got that uh, well covered my friend brian hester's the voice right there and these uh different things whether it be your association with moth bear jam up or she talks to fish.com we'll have all of this in the liner notes uh on the write-up of the podcast, if you jump over there and listen to the Carolina Outdoors via podcast, all of this reference is going to be available to you there as well. But, Brian, not only do you do all of those things and have added being an author, uh, it, it sounds like with a, you know, with a really true story to this, you're also a performer and we need to know. We'll have postings of this up on social media, Jesse Brown's CLT, mm-hmm. but also yep. in the liner notes. Uh, Brian, your performance of art that you do at the Visualite Theater before the Fly Fishing Film Tour films actually start is something that is amazing. You do this for conservation philanthropy, and I want you to kind of explain this. Well, I'll set it up. You start with a blank canvas, and you have the audience as they come into the Visualite in preparation for this movie, these films that are shown. There's live music being played by Moonshine Fudd, and then you begin on this on this big blank canvas, and Brian, it is something to see an artist go to work. 
Will you explain your process of this blank canvas? By the time the hour and whatever minute, minutes is up before the films, you have completed this thing. I've seen you do it before. You raise money. We sell raffle tickets for the Trout Unlimited chapter here, Rocky River to you. Talk to us about your process of doing this art in a theater setting uh, the pressures that you feel, or is it just a release? Because it's amazing to watch. Well, I, I appreciate that, Bill. Um, two years ago, uh, I was blessed with the opportunity to be able to to, to do just that, like you said. Um, uh, I'll, I'll have a five-and-a-half-foot by four-foot canvas this year, and it's kind of one of those personal challenges to me, being able to – not only conceptualize the piece when I'm standing in front of, uh, you know, virgin canvas and, um, and then, and then just kind of let loose. And my goal this year is to knock this down with even more detail, more precision, more technical prowess. Um, in an hour and 15 minutes, I'm going to not only sketch it out, but I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to finish the whole thing. I'm going to, well, I'm going to attempt to knock it all, knock it all out of the park. But it's a lot of fun because uh, I get to engage with the energy and the crowd of the people that are that are there, and and uh, they get a chance to not only see how I work and what we're doing and what I'm using as far as my color palette and like how I'm building in um, uh, my my perspective and and how I'm you know just you know building a composition. And uh, then at the very end, which is even more cool, hopefully the multitude of people will come out, they'll buy a raffle ticket, and uh, we'll, we'll make some really, really, really good coin for, for TU as they continue to do their, their, their work in uh, conservation and, uh, and as far as our, our trout environment is concerned. It is the closest thing to watching Harry Houdini try to escape from the chains <laughs> in the water tub that I have ever seen and Brian Hester does it with a paintbrush a sketch in this in this blank canvas it is something to see and worth the ticket of admission just in itself without the fly fishing film tour which is in its 18th edition but that's another conversation for another day <laughs> Brian Hester we love getting you on here hooked fly company uh, we look forward to seeing you March 21st, where we can catch up on the book, the designs, the art, and all that you do. Thank you for what you do, and thank you for being on, a, on with us here on the Carolina Outdoors. Bill, I'm humbled, uh, and I'm grateful. Thank you for having me on. And uh, uh, if you're out there listening, uh, please make sure that you go take a look at SheTalksToFish.com as well as JamUpApparel.com. You heard it here. Off he goes. Brian Hester, Hook Fly Company. And remember, SheTalksToFish.com. I'm going to disappear for a moment, too, but don't worry. Coming back on the other side, you're listening to the Carolina Outdoors.